Hey, welcome to Hoops Coaching A to Z with me. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Let's let a professional handle this. <laughs> this is Hoops Coaching A to Z with my husband, Coach Terry Canova. This is a deep dive into all things coaching. Come join us as we visit with some of the best coaching minds in the business to help grow our profession. Here you go, honey. Back to you. Hey, so welcome back to another episode of Hoops Coaching A to Z with me, Coach Terry Canova. So this morning I'm driving and I've got about an hour just to think about everything. And, and, and one of the things I thought about was, you know, I love the coaching profession and I love basketball. But the thing I like probably more than anything else is I like people. And, and so this this morning, I've got someone who I adore, who I love as a guest. I'm so excited to chat with her. It's the head women's basketball coach at the University of Louisiana Monroe, Coach Brooke Donald Williams. What's up, girl? Good morning, Coach Canova. So good to be here with you. It it is it is awesome. Uh, it's awesome to be here. You know, Brooks is a Louisiana girl and. Uh, from Jennings, Louisiana, and she worked her way up through this business. And, you know, there's no one I could be happy to see, you know, having this success. Uh, and so, Brooks, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about your background, a little bit about what got you here. Uh, much props to the fact that also Brooks, you know, married to, uh, to Tyler and got a little boy, Griffin, you know, as a as a female in this profession to to raise a family too uh, it's just i i can't imagine because my wife literally keeps me alive you know and and it's not just like having a goldfish you know she's got to do more than just throw throw a little feed in a tank so so brooks so so not only do you have to manage a family but but you you essentially the ceo of of women's basketball at ulm and so uh much respect to, to you and, and ladies that, that do that. Well, you just won over every female listener. No <laughs> question. And, and you got some brownie points from your wife, but <laughs> no, you know, Canova, it, it is, it's a tough juggle, you know, I mean, it, you know, it really is. I, you know, I don't know that, that I fully understood that until I had Griffin, you know, and, and was pregnant for Griffin uh, during the season and stuff. And, but uh, boy, it's, it's, it's a special thing. I was fortunate. I got to, you know, see how it worked, you know, working for some married females and, and, and females with, with children and, you know, Joy Lee and, you know, and of course I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit, but, you know, and Tracy Lang and, you know, I had several female examples, you know, of, of how to manage a family and how to manage, you know, doing everything that you need to do with your kids and, and yet still be, you know, a presence for your, your student athletes. You know, it, it is, it's, it's a really tough juggle, but it's one that's so fun and rewarding both, both sides, yeah. you know, I mean, being a, a mother away from all their mothers to, you know, your student athletes. And then, you know, and then obviously going home and, and having those little feet run down that hallway and give you a big hug and make everything great. Yeah. So that, it's that, been that, fun. 
there's no question. I remember, you know, when, when mine were, were really little, I mean, I remember we having some type of an emergency. My, my daughter got hurt and got home. And, you know, when you're a young coach, you're going through that rat race and, and you probably focus a little too much on everything, but home. And, uh, I just remember, you know, thinking, you know, you, you got to put this stuff in perspective, man, you, you know, because when little girls hurting, you know, it's like, whoa, okay, basketball's not, not that doggone important. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I used to get so mad because, like, you know, my whether it was my sister-in-law or, you know, a friend that had kids, you know, they would, you know, you, you just do it naturally. You make comments like, oh, you know, you don't understand because you don't have kids. And I used to get so mad. You know, I got a fiery attitude. So I'd get mad. And then when I had Griffin, I understood what that comment meant. You know, like it, it is tough to, to juggle things, you know, and and feel like you're doing well in every category. You know, like you don't want to shortchange your your child and you certainly don't want to ch- shortchange you know, the student athletes that you've, you've carried that torch over from their parents, you know, or, or their grandparents. And so, you know, but I, I, it's funny, I think back, I'm like, oh man, I used to get so aggravated at that comment, you know, when I wasn't a parent, you know, cause I felt like I was in the coaching profession, you know, you really take that responsibility on and take it to heart, you know, when you're caring for others. And, uh, so anyway, I understand now. And I'm, I, I, I probably apologize maybe for, you know, getting a little angry when, <laughs> when those kind of things are said. But, you know, it's, it, it is true. It, it is, uh, it's a tough but very, very rewarding uh, job and responsibility and uh, one that, you know, wouldn't trade for the world. So, yeah, for sure. So, so Brooks, you know, you started out in Jennings, Louisiana, and and you an assistant. Stay down, baby. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, you you were an assistant at Memphis, Arkansas, Little Rock, Southern Miss, and also you had a legendary assistant coaching. Or, or no, I'm sorry, a legendary stop. You weren't an assistant coach. You were a head coach at St. Thomas More school in Lafayette, Louisiana, and, and that stop was legendary in the, in the annals of South Louisiana. Well, listen, I'm going to make sure Danny Broussard gets this, uh, gets this podcast <laughs> and, and he's able to listen to this because he doesn't claim me anymore. He says it's too <laughs> short to even claim, but, uh, you know, honestly, Canova, like that was one of my most favorite stops. It was really hard to make the decision to leave there and go to Memphis. You know, I, I really thought I was like back home and I was around Tim Leger and Danny Broussard and, you know, so many rich lane who used to coach there had some great right. teams when I was growing up, you know, the, the staff there was unbelievable. You know, you think about that and the opportunity to learn from one of the best coaches, I think in our game and Danny Broussard, um, you know, men, women, high school, college, whatever he's, he's special. He's got an it factor and uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, I, I just as a young coach, like I thought, man, this is cool. You know, I can learn from uh, from Coach Danny and and from Coach Lane. You know, I had a great relationship with Coach Lane and uh, it was really hard, really hard to tell them goodbye. Yeah. You know, because St. Thomas More is like they, they treat it like a, a collegiate experience, you know, and uh, they're so professional in what they do and so successful in everything. Uh, I was very honored to have that opportunity. And it was a heck of a few months, Canova. 
<laughs> it was a lot of fun. Gary won't won't admit it, but I think I did beat him in summer league, and I thought that was kind of cool, you know, way oh, yeah. back then. Um, I don't know. I, I think he probably, you know, beat me a couple times too. But, you know, it was really fun, uh, really, really fun stop. The parents and the kids were unbelievable. And and people that I keep up with to this day. Yeah. Yeah, St. Thomas More is a great place. I, I often describe my situation here as uh, very similar, you know, we, we, our, our school uh, is, is similar. Now, does St. Thomas More, do they have like elementary school? They, they don't, they don't go all the way back to elementary. No, they've got, you know, Cathedral and Fatima yeah. are, are some of the feeders, you know, but they've got a couple, you know, feeders, uh, junior high and uh, elementaries in, in Lafayette, pretty close, but no, it's just the high school. And it, I mean, gosh, it's grown so much since I've been there. Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference is, is we actually have the elementary and middle school here on campus. And, and I, I think it's a big advantage, you know, because I teach those kids in elementary PE. And then, you know, a couple of years later, you know, many of them end up being being my players. Uh, so we're going to double back. I'm going to have you go kind of through some of your experiences. But, you know, before coming to ULM, McNeese State, I was looking it up just now. And, and I know I knew you were the winningest coach there in the history, which, you know, that in itself. But nine years there, I mean, goodness gracious, it's amazing how time flies, you know. Uh, but nine years at McNeese, uh, six consecutive postseason appearances. I mean, trust me, I've coached in the Southland Conference. I know how hard it is at a school like that. And particularly, you know, no disrespect to, to some of those schools, but you, I know you didn't have the budget of some of those Texas schools and some of those other schools in the league. And so, so you've got to overcome a lot. And, and, and for what you did there was, was nothing short of remarkable. So, so tell us a little bit about your, your, your time at McNeese. Yeah, first of all, you know, Canova, it was, uh, it was home. You know, I, I, remember, I remember this to a T, like, you know, we were at Marshall and I was at Southern Miss at the time. And, and uh, when I got a call from one of the, the board members and, uh, you know, it was, it was our board of regents. He was a good friend of my dad's. and. Uh, asking about the job. And I was actually in Joy Lee's room watching film and she didn't like any part of that. Uh, you know, she, she's one of the best recruiters we got in the game. So she started, you know, eh, I don't know, girl, that's not a good, you know, that's, that's not a good job. That's not, no, you know, you need to sit tight, you know, and uh, we had, you know, we had been at Southern Miss for a couple of years and, and was, you know, flipping it around and having some great success. And, and uh, we genuinely loved working with each other. So I think that was the start of, you know, hey, that's not a good job. And I started hearing that over and over. And you've known me for a long time. I am stubborn and willful is, I guess, a better, better word. Stubborn's maybe not as, as positive. But I started hearing it and thinking, why not? It's at home. You know, why is it, you know, maybe go do something that hadn't been done or, you know, whatever. And when I stepped on campus, I, I knew that that it was something I just felt, you know, and um, and, you know, anytime you're around your home people, you know, it makes it a little different. And so it, it was a great nine years. It really was lots of challenges. Yeah. You know, when I went into the league, it was UTSA and um, UTA and. Texas State was really good. Heck, they had a pro on their team. You know, uh, same can be said for UTSA. You know, the year first year I got there, 
you know, they had that really close game with almost beat Baylor in the tournament, yeah. you know, when Kim was, you know, fresh, I don't remember if she was fresh off the national championship game or, you know, whatever, but I'm trying to tell you the league, as you know, was really tough when I got in the Southland, yeah. um, you know, some things have evolved and it's changed and all the realignment and stuff's different now, but man, I thought, Oh my gosh, Gary brought it. And I look at each other like, Whoo, you know, <laughs> this is going to be a doozy. But uh, you know what? We we had a plan and, you know, really wanted to recruit locally. And it's always been a goal of mine. I think every other coach I've worked for has had to remind me that I wasn't in Louisiana, <laughs> you know, because I, I wanted to recruit Louisiana kids so badly. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I, when we got there, they had one kid on the roster from Louisiana. And I remember thinking, like, you know, gosh, you know, that's – that's, that's not what we want to do. You know, we want to recruit locally and, and, and want to get the best players, you know, in the region. And we were fortunate to do that and had some great years. You know, sometimes coaches, college coaches, you get caught up in the, um, uh, the measurements, you know, and if you're not a certain size, you know, you can't play on this level and this and that and the other. And, and I remember you having having some smaller girls, but they were just tough as nails and they would compete. And, you know, you, you just you, you showed folks, you know, it, it's not about it's not always about those certain measurables. Sometimes you got to you got to measure the toughness and in, in the heart of a kid and uh, and winners, kids that know how to win and kids that know how to compete, you know, so. Uh, yeah, good, good stuff there. So let, let, let's double back real quick. Let's talk about kind of your background and what kind of mold did you, I know we're both products of the lady texture camp and, uh, and, you know, we both had, you know, uh, respect coach Domino down there. So tell us a little bit, you know, just touch real quick on some of your, the, the, the people that helped kind of mold you and, and, and get you headed in that right direction. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and listen, you know, I can't talk about the late texture stuff, you know, oh, oh, they're right next door. <laughs> no, I'm, hey. no, I'm just kidding. You're exactly right, though. We, we grew up in a in a, a really special era. You and I did, you know, and and uh, that's where we met our friends. You know, I mean, we really did. I mean, I grew up going to camp and then you grew up, you know, working camp after that. That was your next step. You know, and I mean, think about all the friends we have in our closest circles. Uh, they were formed then. And it really it really saddens me for the young coaches right now because it's not the same. And, and look, you know, things evolve and, and we get better and all that. But, man, we had some great people, you know, that we worked with. But uh, I don't know if we can tell all those stories. I, you know, <laughs> some of them, some of them we can't tell. I, I don't know. We have some great, great stories, but uh, lots of fun. Well, but, it, you know, it, real quick. So, it, it, you know, thinking back on it, you know, that's I'm, I graduated from Louisiana Tech and, and, and I, too, coached at ULM. And so, so I, I know that's a that's a slippery slope. I remember when I went to ULM for the first time, you know, people like, wait a minute, you graduated from Louisiana Tech and people don't understand that rivalry. You know, and I don't know how it is now, but good Lord, back then when 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 Louisiana Tech and, and Northeast at the time, when they were playing football, I mean, some craziness 
occurred in 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 both <laughs> communities. I, I mean, so so yeah, that rivalry challenge. So so yeah, tiptoe through that through this answer <laughs> as we talk about our Louisiana uh, Louisiana Tech ties because yes, it is a big rivalry there. It it is. I didn't. I don't know that I I was like you. I don't know that I understood it till I got here, and I was like, oh. We're not supposed to like them. Cool. Right, you know, right. I mean, it's kind of the same way when I got to McNeese, you know, I grew up liking Lafayette and I'm going to say that quietly too now, but yeah. you know, but I grew up liking Lafayette, liking McNeese. I mean, I sat on the grass at all the football games, you know, when I was a kid going to McNeese and, and, you know, and then Lafayette, that's where we went shopping to eat, you know, I was in Jennings. So right in between the two, yeah. but when I took the McNeese job, I learned quickly, like, <laughs> don't say you like Lafayette, you know, and so I've learned the same thing here, you yeah. know, and, but you know what, uh, that's all fun and stuff, but man, it is a part of our history uh, for you and me and, and so many of us in the game right now, you either worked Louisiana Tech camp or you worked Tennessee camp or both. Right. And, uh, you know, and it was an honor, you know, to do that and, you know, and, and think about, you know, how excited we were to get asked and, and to get to go back and see each other and all that. But, you know, you asked about my history. I mean, it, you know, Jennings is full of tradition in women's and girls basketball. And, uh, you know, you can't, can't even start the conversation without talking about Danny Miller. I never got to play for him. You know, he, he went to Iota, uh, I believe my seventh or eighth grade year. And I was devastated. I'm talking devastated. Cause you know, you grew up in this little town, little basketball town playing little dri little dribblers was like what AAU is now, you know, I mean, it was, it was tough stuff, man, you know? And so you grew up, you know, in his system, you know, in little dribblers and stuff. And your dream was to play for him. And uh, it certainly was mine. And, you know, uh, I, I just think the, the, the tradition that he was a part of at Jennings was incredible. I mean, before him, it was Jeanette Godet, um, gosh, you know, dear lady and great coach. And, you know, then coach Miller and I know I'm missing people, but I was fortunate to, to grow up in that environment, you know, and then my high school coach, you know, coach McNeely and coach Mayu, both of them, you know, also, you know, Coach McNeely grew up in that environment as well and uh, just was a special place. You know, it still is, uh, you know, it's really cool, you know, because growing up with a ball in my hands all the time, you know, that's what we did. You know, you played basketball at Jennings and you played football and baseball. I mean, you know, ba girls basketball was huge and uh, and so many great players before me. You know, so many, you know, that I think back now that I've been recruiting for a while, my goodness, you know, I wish I could have signed some of them, you know, or, or coached some players like them because we had some really good basketball. Tandy Godet, Marcy Claymall, you know, all those girls that were just so good. She, you know, Sheena Abraham, you know, a lot of them went on to play, you know, college basketball. So, you know, that's, that's the start, Canova, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, growing up in, in middle school, junior high, you know, elementary, you know, we all, you know, were funneled through that little dribblers program. And uh, and it was the real deal. You know, it was really fun. And, uh, you know, it's it's a tradition, you know, that just won't ever end in, in my heart. You know, Danny Miller and I are really good friends. Um, when I was at McNeese, 
you know, he was around, you know, he actually got to sign two of his players at Grand Lake when he was a head coach at Grand Lake. That was really special. And uh, it was really, you know, he, he's just a different, really different special man. One of our winningest coaches in the state of Louisiana, yeah. uh, you know, and, and rightfully so. But, uh, but Coach McNeely, my high school coach, you know, was, was of the same tree. And, and you know, it just – she was really special. She is special to me now. Uh, you know, it's kind of cool because I have somebody on my staff from Jennings. Yep. You know, little Jalen Johnson played for me at McNeese. And, and, uh, and she won a state championship at Jennings, you know. And uh, she's – you know, it's, it's just neat to have somebody from a place that's so special to us both. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's good. It's good hearing all of that grassroots Louisiana stuff from uh, a Louisiana boy like myself. Uh, well, look here. Let, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's talk about uh, ULM. Let's talk about those Lady Warhawks. Uh, so let's take a quick break. Want to get away for the best vacation ever? Consider a group trip, whether a cruise or an all-inclusive resort. Let Toes in the Sand Travel help you get there. There are some amazing perks for group cruisers. Trust us, we do one almost every year, and we help so many of our friends as well. For a trip of a lifetime, give us a call. You can message me on Facebook at Kimberly Tanner Canova, or you can find our Facebook page, Toes in the Sand Travel, but be sure it's the one that has our smiling faces on there. Just reach out, we'll help you. Hey honey, will you get packed? We got a cruise ship waiting on us now. <laughs> Let's go. Don't forget, give my lovely bride Kim a call and let her help you with your next trip. Brooks, Brooks has booked a couple trips with Toes of the Sand Travel, and, uh, and, and we love helping our friends book those vacations for sure. I tell you what, Canova, I've never seen somebody book a trip as quickly as Kim has. You know, I mean, I, I know you remember, but my goodness, you know, after the conference tournament one year, I think it was last year, two, last year or two years ago, you know, she booked the doggone trip and you know, in, in 24, less than 24 hours, you know, and I know that was really special for her to do that, but man, you know, it's really cool. Coaches need to take a break and anybody listening that's my friend is probably going, what is she saying? She doesn't do it. But uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have somebody, you know, like you and Kim, you know, that, that know kind of what we need and what we want. And, and because you've been through the same thing and, and you need it too. So, you know, it's, it's really neat, but, you know, gosh, I, I appreciate, you know, y'all being able to, to take care of us, you know, and, and, you know, it's some incredible trip. We've had incredible trips with you guys. Well, Kim, Kim is way better at that than I am. I've gotten to where I do no this. Question. <laughs> yeah, no question. That's a fact. <laughs> I, I like to do the simple stuff, but but she, you know, she loves doing it. And, and, and you know, particularly, you know, uh, in a situation like you had, I mean, we, we, we get it. You know, you had a small window and and you wanted to get away with the family. And so I'm glad uh, she was able to help you. And so a, a, a satisfied customer. That is our goal, as always. Uh, five star. Y'all are <laughs> five, five star people. If Good. there are more stars to give, we're going to give. 
<laughs> well, let, let, let's talk about now. Let's talk about the Lady Warhawks because I know you're you busy and I don't want to keep you on here all day. I could just talk to you forever. But so let, let's talk about your program and, and some of some of the things that uh, you guys are looking to accomplish there in Monroe. Yeah, you know, Canova, it's it's a really neat place. I mean, obviously, you know that, you know, you experienced it firsthand, uh, you know, but, you know, it's like when this job came available, uh, you know, I, I was intrigued by it just because it reminded me so much of McNeese, you know, so much of the rebuild, you know, and, you know, it's been down for quite some time. I mean, heck, it, you know, hadn't hadn't really been a winning season since 2010-11. And, it, you know, it's real similar when you look at it to, you know, to what, you know, what was happening at McNeese when, you know, when, when I went to McNeese and, and so um, I don't know if that's my calling, like the rebuild and stuff, but, but, you know, there's so much reward, you know, when you're able to go in and, and dig in, roll up your sleeves and, and clean some things up, you know, a lot of things, you know, internally and, and cleaning things up and, and flipping it and, and making it, you know, a program, pretty much from the ground up, you know, there's so much tradition. It's the only difference, you know, a lot of tradition here, you know, but it's been a long time, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, how all of us are, you know, what's happening now, what can we do for you now? Right. And so people don't necessarily, you know, connect with the tradition of the program. And, and so uh, it, you know, I saw some similarities and it, and it really excited me, you know, because I, you know, what, what we were able to accomplish at McNeese was really special. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I love the people when, when we came here, you know, to look at the job and, uh, you know, and I thought, gosh, you know, and you know, as well as I do, every great thing happens with great people. And, uh, you know, you, you can't do these things alone. I mean, there's no way, you know, you have to have administrative support, you know, you've got to have support on campus, you know, and in the community and, and, uh, and you have to find a way to win their hearts over, you know? And so uh, I, I really thought that was exciting, you know, coming in the tradition and, and, uh, and just the, the opportunity to rebuild, rebuild something from the ground up. Uh, what I didn't anticipate was getting here and then getting shut down, you know, and uh, it's just a really, it was an odd time to take a new job you know, really odd time. Cause you don't have the opportunity to get in the community, right. you know, like you, you know, like you and I love to do, sure. you know, I mean, I, gosh, that's, that's something I, you know, the, the fundraising, the, the getting in the community and, and getting to know people. And uh, you know, we, we didn't really have that opportunity, you know? And so it was really, really an odd deal to start. Uh, you know, I think if we'd have been here maybe a year later, two years later or a year earlier, even, you know, some of the dynamic maybe would change, but, uh, you know, and, I, and look, I'm saying this and so many people went through a similar situation and, you know, but all the same, it was really tough. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been tough to, to break into the community and, and break into some of those things that we really enjoy and know that makes a program go. Uh, but uh, man, we, you know, we've, we've been able to sign some really good young ladies and, uh, you know, that are going to be, you know, the core of, of what we're building. And, and it's exciting. You can feel, you know, and you know this because you've coached for a long time. Like, you know, you go through some challenges and then you can feel the tide start to turn. And uh, we've had every challenge in the book, man. 
I've never seen, I have never seen injuries like this. And, you know, just, you know, you have to have a little bit of luck, you know, as you're working hard and putting yourself in the opportunity to take advantage of the luck. But we, it seems like we've had, you know, every knock that can, that can knock, you know, but, um, but I do feel the tide starting to turn, which is really cool and exciting for our kids. Uh, You know, I, I think that's, you know, I think that's the feel that we all had this spring, you know, even with the chaos of the transfer portal and, you know, all those things that are evolving in our game. But, you know, the tide's turning. And so we do have big goals. I mean, you know, we came here to win championships. We came here to change and impact a program that needed us. And uh, we see those wins. You know, we see those little daily wins. But, you know, you, you know, as well as I do, not everybody can see that, right? you know, but it's exciting. We, we have a lot, our staff has a lot of excitement, uh, you know, about what's to come for our student athletes. And, you know, I, I think, I think it's coming, you know, I really do. We've had some incredible staff members here, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, and that's, you know, a tribute to, you know, the people here at Monroe. You know, I mean, they felt the same thing I felt, you know, with the people, you know, we've got a great AD, uh, you know, he played baseball here, won a championship here, um, you know, and so it's, it's means something to him. You know, our president went to school here. It means something to him, you know, so both of them together with, with that support is, is just unbelievable. And so, we're looking forward, you know, we've got, we've got way a ways to go. You know, we've been digging from the ground up. I say sometimes from the ditch up, (laughs) but you know, but, uh, but we, you know, I'm a dreamer, man. And it takes a few people to believe in in your vision and to believe in what you're doing and a lot can change. And I feel that changing. Well, I I know, uh, I know for sure you guys will. I, I was so excited when I had a chance to see you all when you were in uh, Mobile. I don't know if it was last year or two years ago and got to watch you practice. And, and you guys are absolutely doing it the right way. And I, and I know you're going to get it real quick. We got about five minutes before we have to wrap. Um, we got a lot of young coaches from all over the place that, you know, aspire to be a college coach uh, and, and one day maybe a college head coach. What and I know that's a long, it's a question that will take an, a year to answer, but, but a couple things that, that maybe you did to help your career. Cause obviously, you know, you, you worked yourself from, from the bottom up. So, so share that with us, please. Yeah. I mean, I think number one, you know, it takes a different work ethic, you know, just a special, special work ethic, you know, and uh, I enjoy working, you know, just like you do. I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think that's number one. You got you got to come with that that mentality that you know you'll do whatever needs to be done. Mop the floor, you know, I don't know, pick up trash, you know, what whatever it may be, you know, and and not even think twice about it, you know. And you know, I think the other thing, Canova, that's so important, uh, you know, is is having the mindset of of making your head coach or the coaches around you, making them better, you know, and doing whatever it is to help them in their roles. And it's amazing when you do that because you end up doing a great job in your role, you know, because you're, you're helping someone else. It's like being a great teammate, Mm -hmm. 
you know, I mean, it really is. I mean, that piece is so important. I, you know, I see, you know, you kind of observe things and, and you see folks, you know, kind of just do their thing. And, and I think it's so, you know, I enjoyed, I truly enjoyed when I was working for Joy Lee, you know, making sure her day was better every day, you know, however that may be. And I, I mean, <laughs> that's a challenge, <laughs> you, know, but that's why, you know, but making sure that, you know, you take something off of her plate, you know, where you are, you start to earn that trust. And, and, uh, and so I say that to lead into this, you know, I think people that chase jobs struggle, you know, I mean, and I know if, if I ever have it, 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 that's, that's a struggle. That's not, that's not really how it works. You know, um, it's funny. I ran into, uh, Joni Crenshaw this weekend and, uh, we were just talking and, and she, you know, she was, you know, talking about, you know, a book that she was recommending to me, uh, be where your feet are. And, uh, and so that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, I think if you're where your feet are, you know, and not searching for something else, you're making that place, you know, a place of impact, you know, and then jobs just seem to come to those people. You know, I mean, things happen really, you know, really positive, good things happen, you know, if you're making those around you better, because your program's going to be better, your head coach is going to be better, you know, and those things get recognized, you know, but if you're looking for recognition, it ain't happening. And, uh, and so I, you know, I, and I, I think, think back to that, you know, like, you know, in, in training or, or trying to help or teach young coaches, um, that are with us, you know, uh, I think it's, you know, so good to, to learn those things. Some people do that naturally, yeah. you know, uh, you did, you know, Kim Roseman, you know, I mean, we could list our whole crew, Yeah. you know, that's, that's a natural thing. And then, you know, look at you now and look at Kim now and, you know, all our friends that are, you know, doing so well and, and happy and leading. Yeah. We just yeah. Had, had Brian Rosario on here a couple of days ago. Hero. Hero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Brooks, I cannot tell you how cool it was to to finally have you on here. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to do it again. Uh, you know how much I love you and, and, you know, we don't get to talk enough, but, but when, when I hear your, your smiling voice on the other, on the other end of the phone, it makes my day. So, uh, I, I know you guys are going to do great uh, this season and, and better the following season. And, and, uh, and, you know, I'll always be cheering you on. Well, listen, it was an honor to be with you, coach Canova. And, uh, and, and look, we're so proud of you. You know, I mean, the impact that you've had on, on the women's game is, is profound and, you know, at, at every level. And, uh, and so we're, we're excited to, you know, to still have our strong relationship, man. And uh, it's, it's what it's about, you know, and I hope our, our athletes see this, you know, and, and are able to see these relationships that we all have because, it, man, this is what it's about, you know, and um, just appreciate being able to talk to you. We're going to need a bunch of more of these because there's no way we can get every, you and I talk too much. We can't get everything out in this short of time, no. man. No, no, no. Either, either that or I need to uh, uh, stop being so cheap and upgrade my Zoom so I can have more than 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, coach. Listen, you're making big bucks over there. You got to upgrade the Zoom. 
You sponsors out there, you hear that? I need to upgrade to the new Zoom. Uh, We're going to need somebody to sponsor Coach Canova, his, his <laughs> Zoom, Zoom time. <laughs> but hey, th thanks so much, Brooke. Hey, be safe out there. I love you, girl. And uh, we'll, we'll talk again real soon. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A big thank you to everyone who has continued to make this podcast become so popular. Please continue to share with your friends and colleagues. And when you have time, please take a minute to give it a five-star rating. Until then, we'll see you on the next episode.